play. Does not go. And now when he's drilled deep to left field. Going back for a show. Turning. Looking. See ya. A two-run home run for Lewis. And just like that, the Twins are up 2-0. Lewis electrified the crowd with a two-run home run in the first inning off of Gosman. High fly ball. Right field and deep. Springer back. Turning. Looking. See ya. He's done it again. Back-to-back home runs for Lewis. And it's 3-0 Twins. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time now to talk about Major League Baseball's wild card round, day two, where everyone is subject to elimination. So that ought to be fun. Uh, By the way, Joe, listening to Michael Kay on the broadcast for that game, if you close mm-hmm. your eyes for a moment and just forget where you are, it almost sounds like that uh, Lewis plays for the Yankees, that all of these bombs yeah. should have been hit at Yankee Stadium because I'm just not used to him doing national broadcasts. Yeah, and I, I don't watch some of the uh, – was the, he was doing alternate broadcasts all year on, for Sunday Night Baseball, right? Yeah. Yeah, I believe he the was. The K-Rod, K-Rod broadcast. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch any of that. So I, I also not used to it. When you hear his voice, you think Yankees baseball, and then uh, they're all sitting at home. <laughs> yeah, it was right. also yes. weird. Boog and Glanville doing the Brewers game. I, dude, like, like I can't escape Boog. I can't escape yeah, him. It was like a mark. It was like a Chicago Cubs broadcast. It was weird. It, very much so because Glanville's in the rotation for the Cubs. Uh, quick side note before we dive into these games. Paul, I'm a little surprised by the backlash that I hear. That like people do not like Boog here. Like he's really good. People, you're not the hearing ultimate that. Ultimate pro, not really. I know. I think I think that's what people don't like on a local broadcast. I think that's part of it. Oh, God, <laughs> what do they want? Like, I don't. Len was good. Len and JD were good. I mean, yeah. I don't like Len wasn't a super homer. I don't think. Is it because? Boog does national games. I don't know. I I don't see like he's not hate. There's nothing hateable. So does Benetti. Like, I, like, but right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. If, yeah. And Benetti, I think, is mostly liked on the south side. I mean, I think I think oh, we've yeah. talked about this. 100%. Like, love him. Like, so versatile. stuff: football, basketball, baseball. Um, yep. And he does national stuff too. Yeah, I, that's weird. I guess I haven't heard that as much. I mean, I'm married into a okay. Cubs family. Uh, I feel like I would have heard about it if they were not fans. I, I lo- I've like gotten to a lot of conversations with people that told me they don't like Boog. I'm like, really? And I've seen it from media members too. And it's been a couple of years now. That always happens year one with every team. Every like, If your sure. local team makes a change, the first right. year is tough. But it's happened. Yeah, it's, it's now a couple of years in and people st- still don't like them. The Cubs are sh- – whatever. People don't care about this. But uh, yeah, they're right. going to get rid of Jim Deshays. But, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's obvious they're trying to well, push them out. But, but I mean, like, Angels fans love Wayne Randazzo. You know, he just did his first yeah. year uh, in the broadcast booth uh, in Orange County. He's fantastic. You know, he was already was it great, last year? you know, working with the Mets. No, this is this wrapped up his first year. Uh, no, but who Angels. was it before? So, you know, it was unbelievable. Uh, it was it was sort of this amalgam of Matt Vaskersian and Patrick O'Neill, And, you know, it was sort That's of a bad idea, so to speak. Yeah, it's a bad uh, idea. Wow. Well, <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying, like, you know, you've got to have continuity. Like, 
especially for baseball, like those announcers become mm-hmm. your summer companion companion. Like they become the voice sure. of your team. Like you just can't have, that's one thing I don't like that the Cubs do. They, they rotate analysts. Like I, I don't like that at all. It's hard though, when say you have national broadcasters who are doing a lot of football, basketball, things like, like the Brewers, right. like with Brian Anderson might be a really good example. Someone who's constantly working for Turner and constantly has responsibilities. You know, he can't do that many games, even though when he is there, you take him because he's really, really good at what he does. So, you know, there is kind of a give and take where continuity is a great thing, but you don't want to go overboard on it because then maybe you have someone who isn't getting called up to the majors, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It's like, do you want them or not? So like mm-hmm. it, it would have yeah. been like the Cardinals when Joe Buck was exploding, like, no, Joe, we don't right. want your 40 games. Like, no, you should take <laughs> Joe Buck's 40 games. <laughs> <laughs> You'll t- yes, you, you'll take it and you'll like it. Okay, guys, also, let's get to uh, get the wild card round. But real quick, just real quick, shout yeah. out Joe Buck for saying <laughs> he will not be forcing Taylor Swift comments into this weekend's game or like cute little. Oh, oh, he said that. He said that. Buck's one of us. Yeah, I love it. Good for him. Okay, so he sees the backlash. Okay, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, right. We all noticed. He's tired it. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's very plugged into pop culture very plugged in and he's like no i've had enough of this so that that's fair that's fair and i I do like by the way that paul said let's get back to the games in the chat window and then immediately comes in (laughs) do as i say do as i say not as i do it's like producing (laughs) one-on-one yeah no you're right you're right yes yeah that was my fault my apologies yeah right yeah exactly okay Rangers Rays. We're actually going to bet on baseball here because this is important for our livelihood. Uh, Nathan Eovaldi on the bump going up against uh, Zach Eflin. Uh, by the way, interesting insight from BetMGM. Nathan Eovaldi, part of the most bet ticket props, uh, over three and a half strikeouts at minus 135 and over oh. 14 and a half outs recorded at minus 105. Even though the Rays are very much favored in this contest, Still, though, there is a lot of optimism for what Eovaldi can do, which leads me to believe, Joe, that the market also knows that this Rangers bullpen stinks, and what we saw yesterday was an aberration. (sighs) No, sir, am I jumping in on any of those positive Eovaldi bets? It's crazy, (laughs) right? Cray, cray. I mean, look, look at what he has done. Second half, he had a 5-3-1 XFIP. In the last month, he has a 9.30 ERA, and he's walking only almost six guys per nine innings. Eovaldi has been horrendous, which is why so many people were fading the Rangers going into the playoffs. And then yesterday, you know, just they got their win. Okay, Jordan Montgomery, good job. Tip, you know, tip your cap. You've got to. But I have no trust in Eovaldi. Like he's got good history against this team. But I would rather look at how he's been pitching over the last number of months, and it has not been great. I'm on Tampa first five. I'm going to lay that lay the half run. I think they get out of the gates uh, pretty hot here. And, oh, by the way, they probably have the best pitcher going of all four games. They have Eflin going, and he's been phenomenal this year with a 309 expected ERA, a high strikeout rate. I think it's, uh, it's time to back the Rays, and there's going to be a game three. Hmm. I was going to stay away from the side and do first five under. I think both of these pitchers are pretty good. You mentioned Eflin with an expected ERA of 309, his XFIP 313, uh, 
And then on the other side, Ivaldi expected ERA 396, XFIP 399. So I'm going to go under four and a half, first five. I, I don't hate that play just because if if the safe the safest thing to do, I think, is to fade this Rangers bullpen. I mean, look, Eovaldi could be great. It's possible. Yeah. Eflin should be great. I think that can happen. However, Eflin, you know, does throw a lot of cutters. The Rangers are good at hitting cutters. So there is a prop there that I like that I will say for lightning bets. But it is possible that both starting pitchers have phenomenal outings, which means which bullpen do you trust? No competition there whatsoever. It's the Rays bullpen. And so in that yes. respect, I think anything full yeah. game where you're fading the Rangers, I think you have to go that route, right? Yeah. Uh, e- even though they're a home team, would you do run line at plus 125? Uh, uh, yeah, team? I would. Okay. Yeah, I, would. I was looking at that. Uh, the The Rays team total is four and a half, and it's plus money to the over. You want whether or not you believe in Eovaldi, if you're also fading that pen, get some runs late. That could get there. But yeah, it's tough with with because scoring was hard to come by yesterday. And all and all these totals are bumped up a little bit. True. Mm-hmm. More eights than seven and a halves than we saw uh mm-hmm. yesterday, Aaron. Yeah. Also, uh if you want to back the Rays run line, I'm seeing uh like plus one thirty five even. Hmm. Okay. Definitely worth an eye, no doubt about it. Yeah, oh, like yeah. Uh, let's move on now yeah. to, yeah, let's move on now to the Blue Jays and the Twins. Jose Barrios on the bump for Toronto, going up against Sonny Gray. Uh, Sonny Gray over four and a half strikeouts is one uh, the public likes at minus one hundred five. Uh, but with Barrios over fourteen and a half outs recorded at minus one thirty five is also quite popular. Joe, what are you seeing here? Hmm. Yeah, this is one of those games where you have a high total of eight, higher total. Uh, Brios, you know, some of the underlying metrics, not so kind to him. He's got a four five one expected ERA on the season, but he has been awesome against Minnesota. So, you know, that kind of, kind of balances out, not a high strikeout rate for, for Brios. Uh, boy, I, I could see Minnesota closing this out. I really could. Now this is a series that I do expect to go, uh, three games. So I'm thinking Toronto, Toronto, comes out on top but i don't have as strong of an opinion on this one as i do the other ale matchup i don't either i feel like my emotions are involved with the blue jays it's like you're too clo- she's too close to the situation you're too close to the situation <laughs> yes there you go i i want good Clip things that. for the blue jays i think i'm just gonna back the twins first five um probably going against my uh blue jays future but uh why not pack the twins first five money line i just think the sunny gray has the better metrics if you look at the advanced metrics he has the edge here it's not just that for me aaron but also the fact that we keep giving the blue jays this reputation of being a power hitting baseball team and guess what Mm -hmm. we haven't seen it we keep thinking that it's going to be there, and it's not. It is a figment mm-hmm. of our imaginations as far as the <laughs> season is concerned. ISO numbers are bad. Expected numbers like XWOBA, they're 15th in the majors since July, and they were supposed to be good at mashing the baseball. And the Kevin Gossman game was one they were supposed to win, and it didn't happen. And now you're getting Sonny Gray with his outstanding 3.65 XFIP. 
Joe, there are two series that I think in today, and this is one of them. I've got the Twinkies yeah. advancing today. Mm. Okay. I I can certainly see it. Uh, the K-prop for Barrios is four and a half. He's got a low strikeout mm-hmm. rate to begin with. Now you also throw into the mix Toronto season on the line, sign of any trouble. You'd imagine he's pulled from that game. Plus money is on under four and a half. Is is that an intriguing angle to anyone? Kind of just just fading the starting pitcher on the K prop with the team that it's do or die right now and doesn't strike guys out anyways. The the tricky part, though, is the Twins do strike out a lot. And Mm -hmm. I wonder, you know, but then again, like, you know, you're, you're shuffling around guys. And so like, does this iteration strike out a lot? That's the question. Kind of feel like they still do. And so maybe that's more of a stay away for me than anything else, because I can see both sides of the argument. I love it if he gets pulled early, but I think he could definitely go over if he's having a good day. And look, he's been good against this lineup. He's been good against this lineup. So. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, On to the National League. Diamondbacks and Brewers. Zach Gallen for Arizona. Freddie Peralta for Milwaukee. Joe, what do you see here? Oh, man, this is this is your lone seven and a half. And it's for good reason Mm -hmm. with this pitching matchup you have in Gallen and Peralta. I wouldn't overreact to yesterday being the high scoring game. Uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at under. I'm going to play unders in this one. If you want to go first five, you want to go full game. I don't have an issue there. Hmm. I like that. Uh, good idea because I landed on pass for this one. Just looking at Gallon and Peralta. I mean, ERA for Gallon, 347. Expected ERA, 416. Xfit, 349. And then Peralta, very similar. ERA, 386. Expected ERA, 333. And Xfit, 342. So for first five, I am not picking a team on the run line or money line, but maybe I will look at the unders. That's a, that's a good idea for this one. I think it's a good idea as well. Uh, Brewers do struggle hitting four seam fastballs. Zach Gallon will probably throw a lot of them. So maybe he will get through six innings, something like that. But I do have some faith in Christian Yelich. And so for a prop, I like over one and a half total bases for him at plus 115. He may be the one savior for the Brewers who at least keeps this offense afloat before they can get into that Arizona bullpen. So I like his chances uh, to get at least two bases there. Lastly, the other series that I do think will end today, the Marlins and the Phillies. Aaron Nola is on the bump for Philadelphia. What more do you need to say, Joe? Yep. Nola shuts it down. This thing ends in two games. We got a sweep on our hands. Look, I mean, this Phillies lineup has also smashed Garrett. So, I mean, I mean, there, a lot of things are lining up. Nola, uh, Garrett, bad history, a four-five-one expected ERA on the season, among uh, tied for the worst of, of all the starters that we have today. Looking for ways to back the Phillies. Uh, it's minus one sixty. So, if if you want to do a run line or a first five uh, lay of the half run, I don't have an issue there. It's really good plus money. Yeah, just don't don't do the plus one and a half at minus four forty five. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> gross. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus tells us who he likes between the 49ers and Cowboys. That's right here on the BetQL Network.
We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.